2: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, "Becoming an Icon."
0: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to "Becoming an Icon" on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search "Becoming an Icon."
1: Johnny Ken Show, John Cobell, and Ken Shampo. KFI,
3: AM six forty, live everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. All right, the big shocking story this afternoon locally is that apparently a. Uh, Assistant principal at a middle school in Placentia killed himself in a private staff area of the school. They say that no one else was present at the time. This is Kramer Middle School in Placentia, but it happened during the school day, which today is. Uh, we'll probably find out more about it. You can hear it also on KFI News. Corbin Carson is covering the story. Uh, right now, we're going to spend some time once again with Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI with the... Uh, one of the side stories coming out of the incredible run-up of gas prices around the nation. And it looks like some people have decided to steal some gas, coming yep. up with uh, strange inventive ways.
2: Well, why not? You know, iPhones are expensive. They, they bash into Apple stores. Gas is expensive. Why not uh, just steal it from, uh, from all of us? And that's what's going on. You know, in the 80s when people would tell you somebody will siphon out your gas. Well, apparently they are, but they've given up on siphoning of gas now because... You buy a Toyota or other makes where you got to unlock it from the inside so they can't get in there. Now they just drill into your gas tank, and and they're stealing it that way. And it would seem like something that you would hear on cable news or, you know, they're trying to sell you some device and scare you into it. But police say no. Right now, with these prices, they are seeing it. Is it going to happen to you? Probably not. But up in Portland, uh, this sergeant says they've been uh, seeing a few cases here and there. These will
1: get under the car uh, and either drill a hole into the tank or get into the gas line and drain the fuel that way.
2: I don't know about you guys. I'd rather they siphon my gas than uh, put a hole in my gas oh, tank. Yeah. And then well, drilling the hole could create friction. It could blow it... them up at yeah. the same time, yeah. So far, they've been lucky, but, but could, yeah. Uh, they say it is real, though, that you go out to your driveway... One, you have no gas. Two, it's dripping gas, and you've got uh, got a big uh, hole in your tank. It's
1: not like something you can smash in the window and take out like you can something that's inside a car. This is something that takes work. It takes time.
2: So they're saying it's it's when your car is parked in an area where nobody's going to see them for a while. If they're under your car drilling in, they're doing that at your neighbor's house. You're probably going to have a question about it that... They need the time to do it and darkness to do it usually. But they're not alone Wisconsin. They've had cases. There was a dealership the other day. uh, One of their Jeeps uh, had no gas in it. They didn't know where it went, put it up and looked at the underneath and boom, hole dripping gas there. But all of this, guys, paling in comparison to what's going on in Houston where there is a van that is driving around, outfitted with a thing to put a hose down into gas station tanks underground, suck the gas out, and nobody knows that they're they're even there, that this guy owns gas station, could not figure out last week, 350 gallons went every day last week, so on the the first day, didn't know what was going on? The
3: first day, you know, I saw there was like 360 gallons um, that was missing.
2: Okay, and he was thinking this stuff is underground. Uh, Sometimes they miscalculate it when they get a delivery. Something's going on here. The next day, same thing. Then the next day again and again. So they go and they think something is going on. But where is the the gas? 350 gallons at a time, 360 gallons. They look at their surveillance cameras. Totally normal looking, newer model minivan. Rolls up right over the tanks, idles or parks right there over them. Nobody gets out. And they do all the work from inside of this van. They have outfitted this thing. The
3: van drives on top of the fuel tank. And then um, that's all you see. No one comes out. So they have a trap door inside their vehicle, which is crazy. So they, would, uh, they have another man inside that would open the, uh, the fuel tank from, from our fuel tank and st- a stick a hose in there
2: the i mean it's nuts i think of like one of those firefighting helicopters where the the big and nozzle comes down and yeah. sucks up the water and and they they have a 350 gallon tank 350 inside the gallon van. tank inside yeah houston police say this is real they've taken theft reports they're investigating it now everybody's looking out for this newer model minivan and they think it's got a door that somebody has outfitted a little and hatch are, at the are, bottom. Are they selling it to another station? They don't know. They have no idea. Or is it a company that because it's diesel that they're taking? So <laughs> do they have a company that they've got a fleet of trucks and it's eight hundred bucks or so to fill up a truck right now with diesel, wow. uh, and then they go and fill up all of their trucks? They have no idea. In
1: California. A yeah, 350 gallons that'd be worth $2,000.
2: Yeah, they say last week they that one gas station about 5 grand in gas disappeared, just poof, was gone out of there and Houston police say they're 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 trying to figure it out right now. Where they don't think that they're local, but where did they come from? Who figured out how to do this to put a trap door in there, big <laughs> suction device, 350 gallon tank. I mean, I guess, you know, you're good enough you can outfit your van to do it, but but wow.
1: I mean, there's, unless you have an inside lock, there really is nothing you can do to stop somebody from sucking from the gas From doing that? In.
2: Yeah, no. Uh, it, it, unless they figure out, and he says they're trying to now figure out how do they lock those, and then when the gas trucks come, how do they unlock them? But even do? on your own car, your own private car. Oh, yeah, on that one? I mean, you can buy. Yeah, If they're going to drill in, there's nothing you can do. Um, it's like the catalytic converters. You can put uh, contraptions around them, but but your gas tank, not really. And apparently the one gas station got hit three times before they figured out what was going on. Yeah, before they looked at the video, they just thought, "Man, our calculations are really bad." And then they, <laughs> they were went running and, out quick. Yeah, yeah. They, where's all the gas going? And then they uh, they go and they look at the video, and the van just sits there. You don't see a thing. It's it's pretty amazing. The tanks.
1: Some tanks are made of plastic.
2: Yeah, they. I they, saw one story. Yeah, in, in your vehicle. Yeah, that, they, then they just drill right into those. I didn't know that.
1: All right, no. Alex, thank
3: you for that report. It's great news. Thanks. All right, you got it. those guys. Nothing but happy stuff, boy. And this is my revenge for people that don't park in their garages. Sorry, it's another pet peeve of mine. It's very common.
1: <laughs> oh, who take up space on the street?
3: Yes. Now, if you have a driveway, that's different. You do, right? You have some kind of driveway, don't you? Uh, yeah, driveway and a garage. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, yeah, they take up all the space on the street. They'll never park in their garages. You know what happens? You open the garage door, you find out why. It's full of crap. <laughs> it's it's like another some people turn it into what? like a rental unit but it's not, most people in my neighborhood have just got it loaded i guess i don't have enough closet space it's just it's unbelievable what's in there yeah because i've gone down the alleyway here and i've looked at the open garage doors and I'm like holy mackerel look at it's like clothes racks and old yeah. exercise equipment actually and,
1: actually our garage is top
3: to bottom with yeah but you have a driveway so yeah, you could right but still <laughs> But they're not going to get my gas. I'm locked securely in the garage. They're not going to siphon off my gas, but that's another. They won't get my gas. Well, I told you they, they took a catalytic converter right in front of my house a couple months ago. Right. At like three in the morning, I'm hearing this drilling noise. I'm like, what the hell? And I kept thinking, all right, I'm imagining this. Or wait, they're doing some sort of emergency utility work. Maybe the power went out. I finally because I didn't want to get out of bed to look too lazy. But it was, it was cat- 3 a.m. But finally, I said, all right, that's enough. I got to go look. Sure enough, look right out the window down in front of my house. They're drilling underneath the guy's car, taking his catalytic converter.
1: Yeah, because the catalytic converters have these rare minerals, which are vital to make the catalytic converter work. But if you can oh. melt it down, they're they're worth Sell
3: the minerals? It,
1: I <laughs> guess, the spot yeah. <laughs> I guess they're
3: selling uh, yeah, it's a I don't commodity. Know. <laughs> I guess if you get enough of it. Wow. Uh, people just don't want to get a job the old fashioned no, way. They anymore. don't want to go to work. I saw another one of those stories over the weekend about all the people that quit their jobs during the pandemic and a curiosity was like, "Oh, what are they doing?" And it was all different things, but the one that stood out in my head that I still remember, they go on Etsy and sell crafts. Yes. Okay. There you go. There yeah. Go. That's really a long-term outlook, isn't it? I'm going to sell my handmade crafts on Etsy. Mm-hmm. I just got something delivered today from Etsy. Isn't there you go. See, there's a customer Wasn't right a craft? there it was
1: so you know you
3: think Uh, i didn't make it it wasn't i I guess i'm wrong deborah mark will buy all your (laughs) stuff you think it's crap there's customer number one right there i didn't say it was crap i just i don't know that yeah i know crafts oh you said crafts okay yeah i asked her if it's crafts i heard crafts. crafts, sorry people make homemade jewelry and things like that and (laughs) they're candles and i didn't say they wouldn't be nice things i'm just saying i just don't think that's a long-term plan for employment well most people do not have
1: long-term plans
3: I found that they out don't. when I read that
1: article. And their lives just peter out into a culture. <laughs> Lots of big
3: dreams that don't yeah. really pan yeah. out.
1: Now, some people don't even have the dreams. They're <laughs> just existing. Work. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobelt and Ken Champo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio
2: app.
3: Coming up after the news at 3.30, you thought the L.A. City Council, the way it's composed right now, was really bad with the Mike Bonnens? And the Nithya Ramans. Wait till you hear what could be coming next. There's more of these Democrat socialists who want to take over Los Angeles government. And they're on the ballot to run for the L.A. City Council. We'll talk about them and some of their beliefs coming up after the news at 3.30. Here's another one of these stories to make you feel better about the outrageous gas prices, particularly if you live in California. California gasoline isn't as pricey as you think. You might say, what? Another one. Another one. A typical California worker spends 6.3% of their pay on gas, which is number 30 nationally. Because, yes, California is way ahead in actual gas prices. In fact... um, Wait, so the gas prices they are number 1 in the country. There's no disputing that. Yeah, 574 but, a gallon last week. Next was Hawaii at only 496. But as a percentage of the average paycheck, that's it's correct. It's a
1: lower percent. Well, that is a completely bogus
3: analysis there because we're paid more cuz we have higher costs of living here.
1: And also we have a lot of uh, expensive a lot of wealthy jobs. All the people in the tech industry make a fortune. It th- it throws the average Pay
3: scale completely out of balance. Yeah, I that, did think of that too. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't
1: matter. This is like Michael Hilsec's nonsense. No, all that matters for people is how much are they paying for the product, not how it. It doesn't matter if you're making a lot of money or you're making a little bit of money, or you drive a lot, you drive a little. The product is
3: costing six bucks a gallon. What's wrong with everybody? The and, other thing that factored in here is apparently, and this makes common sense people in other states have to drive more because they're so rural that just to get to their jobs or get to the stores. Right. The most driving is done in Wyoming, 463 miles a week yeah well the average person drives in wyoming i've been up in wyoming there's about 30 miles between the towns if you're lucky right you have to go a long way to find them. the price of gas is much cheaper there than here but you're driving more just to do anything you need to do on a daily basis
1: yeah it's, it's it's more it just shows you 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 give some uh some worm a bunch of statistics and and they can come up with you know any kind of analysis to prove a point they want to say it's not so bad and then you have you know whoever wrote this story, and then you have Hiltzig. It's not so bad. You have to factor inflation and the cost of living and the amount of driving. You just like no six dollars a gallon's bad. Well, I think you
2: Stop hit Stop it.
3: it. California has such a high proportion of really poor people. This strikes at them. You're right. The the yeah. average wages and the effect on the wages of the gas prices. Is skewed because we have like a twenty to twenty five percent poverty level. Wages. If, if you're some
1: Facebook a hole making eight hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, you don't care, right? It's not affecting you whether the gas is four bucks or six bucks a gallon, but you're still paying six bucks. However, if if you're, you're if you're a minimum wage worker and, and you're only making maybe uh, you know twelve dollars an hour. But every gallon of gas is an hour's worth of your an hour's worth of your well. Two gallons of gas is an hour's worth of your work. See, I was just reading about a Facebook guy, who was complaining online. If you work for Facebook, he's an engineer. He gets eight hundred fifty thousand dollars, but they also have all these perks. And one of the perks is a dry cleaner would come over to the guy's house and take do his laundry, and Facebook pays for this. And now Facebook has suspended that particular perk, and this guy is so angry he's gone online to bitch about it. Make it—he's making eight fifty by his own admission, he admitted to making eight fifty a year, but he's pissed off that they took away his free dry cleaning. So I, you can't compare that to a guy who's uh, you know uh, pushing a uh, a taco cart in South Los Angeles.
3: He says they also cut his childcare reimbursements. And of course, yes, the loss of laundry services. Right. I've been using laundry benefit and love the cleaners come home, pick up stuff and bring it back. So, Such a helpful one where clothes are folded. I don't have to worry much and focus that time on my axis work. So, said so the meta staffer. So so manipulating these statistics
1: and coming up with phony averages is ridiculous. Or trying to compare it to well, the inflation rate of two thousand and eight is absurd. Because again, if you if 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 the gas doubles in price, right then all transportation costs double in price, which means everything that is delivered is a significant is significantly increased it, it it's a it's a it's it's a self-feeding frenzy that spins around and around and then you have to pay everybody more money so everyone's earning more money but the expenses
3: are going higher and you never catch up. the way they tabulate this and it's worth spending a minute on because it touches on what you just said. Combining gas prices, driving distances, and assuming you get about 22 miles per gallon, California's weekly fu- fuel cost ranked seventh highest in the country at $63. Tops was Wyoming at $85, then Mississippi at $70. But when you consider that the people in this state who are very poor and live already in high cost of living place, California, versus Wyoming, 63 versus 85, it's only a $22 difference, I'm sure in many other things that they spend money on, they dwarf Wyoming costs. So it's a nice way to look at it. But in California, you're, you're basically stabbed to death with a thousand, yeah. you know, because you just not only have high rentals, you have high gas prices, you have high food costs, yeah. higher, higher, higher everything over Wyoming. No, what it is is propaganda by journalists who don't want Biden to be blamed
1: for the inflation.
3: That's what yeah, maybe, is. or it's just trying to make people feel better that's, about their...
1: That's, that's, that, manipulating statistics, people see through that crap. If even they can wade through the article. I, mean, I looked at that article and it was like, there's, uh, there's 500 numbers in it. Most people aren't going to read that. and They're not going to understand it. Uh, nobody can even make change at the cash register. They're not going to uh, adjust the Wyoming percentage for miles traveled. Right? N- nice geek story that's uh, totally irrelevant to the average person.
3: Well, he pulled another trick here. I took a look at typical fuel bills and divided it by the state's effective average weekly wages. That's pay adjusted for federal state taxes, the statewide cost of living and unemployment rates. But we have a very, very lopsided state. And you're right. Numbers like that would include that meta guy you just mentioned. makes $850,000 a year, which uh, skews the guy that's making minimum wage at the other end. But there's a lot of people in California. Who do make, you know, just over the minimum wage. Oh. They make poverty level a real lot. Yeah. So it has a real downhill effect on no. them. No, there's literally
1: millions of jackasses uh, like like Mr. Uh, I'm not getting free dry cleaning anymore.
3: Which and- makes you wonder what the hacks in Sacramento are going to do because some of those Democrats, they represent districts with a lot of these poor people we're talking about and gas bills affect them incredibly disproportionately. I don't think the meta guy is worried about the higher gas prices. No. But but people who uh, you know have to get in their car and drive somewhere to work in construction or drive somewhere to work cleaning houses or something like that are going to be affected right. by this, and this much is, much more harshly. This is the frustration of
1: one party rule. Is what's the alternative? You have a bunch of jackholes in in Sacramento who've created a dollar and 25 cents worth of taxes on every gallon of gas, and what's the competition to vote them out? I mean, if we if we took out maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 legislators incumbents, you'd see a huge change. You'd see a big gas tax cut next year, first day. All right. But nobody who who's running against them? One party rule, kleptocracy. Oh, we're back to kleptocracy. I'm gonna keep using that word. I like It's gonna it. be every hour, it sounds like every hour. It's the new word of the day.
3: The kleptos who are yeah. stealing it's all our a, tax
1: money. Those are, those are government uh, people and uh, oligarchs who, who oligarchs. steal our tax money. Well, we we have tech oligarchs. That's what uh, Zuckerberg is. We do. Is. Yes. Right. And uh, and uh, 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 what's the what's the other one in uh, Ke- Google? Bezos. Yeah, Bezos and the Google guys. Oh
3: right, right. Yeah. Oh, you those- about Amazon and. Yeah,
1: the, the, the head of Apple, uh, Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, and
3: it skews everything because we have so many, many, we have enough high earners that California will sometimes look like a healthy state on paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does.
1: That's, that's the distortion that Newsom is always selling. Uh, they have the fifth largest like economy, economy in the world. Right. Yeah, and it's really good for a small sliver of people who are making eight fifty and getting uh, free dry cleaning.
3: And Again, then you, a you very you, small percentage of taxpayers are paying all the income taxes because you, that's who we're talking about right now.
1: You go to most of Los Angeles, and people are making like forty or fifty thousand dollars and living uh, eleven people to a room.
3: Right. All right, we got more coming
1: up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken show. John Cobell and Ken Champot, It's KFI AM 640, live everywhere. On the iHeartRadio Radio app, I got one more thought about the, these articles who are trying to uh, convince us that the gas prices aren't so bad. They're not so bad in California because it, when you adjust for inflation, or you, you know, it takes. Uh, smaller, we drive less than some states. Right, it takes a smaller bite out of the paycheck because our paychecks are bigger. You know what? Most normal people have budgets, and if you were spending fifty bucks a week on gas, and now you're spending a hundred bucks a week, that fifty bucks is coming out of something else. And if you're spending a hundred a week, and now it's two hundred, that extra hundred's coming out of something else. And it doesn't matter what the what the price was regards to inflation 14 years ago, or you know what their what the gas costs relative to your, to your paycheck in Wyoming. It's that you spend a hundred, now you're
3: spending two hundred. You don't have that extra hundred. Now we just have to see whether or not this does have an effect on the economy as people cut back. Other types of spending, which can have a a domino effect on the rest of the economy, and now they're supposed to raise interest rates.
1: Historically, when the price of gas goes up this fast, this much, you end up with a recession because people simply run out of money at the end of the week.
3: We definitely needed a cool down because we've been in such an inflationary period. But as you said, we could have both, huh? You could
1: have both, which is (laughs) uh, for people enough to remember the 1970s, early 1980s. That's what happened, and it was uh, disastrous.
3: Yeah. I was seeing a story the other day on shrinkflation where apparently uh, some companies are going to, like, make the toilet, roll pa- the toilet roll paper, a little less toilet paper on yeah. it. Oh, I hate that. So that you, you're paying the same price, but you're going to get a little less product, which is how they make up for oh, not raising the price. Tissue boxes used to have 100 tissues in them. Now they have 65.
1: But it says on it 65, It right? says 65, yeah. maybe. Although- like the,
3: it was, like, the same price or close to it? Yeah, yeah, they don't big drop.
1: They don't yeah. raise the price because people just look at prices. They don't look that, oh, wait a second, I'm getting 35 fewer tissues. And maybe they only put 50 in. How are you going to count?
3: <laughs> well, maybe one day I will. Now, I'm determined to find out if I'm getting uh, shorted on the tissues. Bet, bet you you're not. The big story uh, late last week is that Mayor Yoga Pants' uh, nomination to be the next ambassador to India hit a snag. When the lead Republican on the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee, his name is Chuck Grassley of Iowa, said he wants to do a thorough investigation into apparently whistleblower claims that Mayor Garcetti either witnessed or had knowledge of uh, these sex harassment acts committed by his close friend and advisor, Rick Jacobs. Finally, this got to somebody who mattered in the United States Senate. Of course, since he's a Republican and Garcetti's a Democrat, this will all be called politics. But this guy has the power to hold up the nomination. And that's what he says. His staff is now going to conduct a thorough investigation and speak with everyone involved. And until that happens, he will not vote to confirm Garcetti.
1: Well, there's already multiple people going on the record to saying all this stuff happened. And Garcetti saw it and knew about it, was told about it. And now uh, Chuck Grassley, the... uh, Illinois senator says, uh, well, he's got multiple sources, like a different set of multiple sources. Right. And, and Garcetti is a known pathological liar. So, you know, in, among real people, it's pretty clear that he did allow this to go on. And he's a complete phony and he's a liar. And there's no way he should be uh, confirmed as an ambassador. It's absurd. But everyone else in politics is going to play pretend. And so are the journalists, as if there's a question here.
3: So, stand by for that one. Uh, probably it'll take us through the rest of the year, in which his term ends and, anyway. And the thing
1: but. is, we need his expertise now more than ever as ambassador <laughs> because all this complicated situation with Russia. Oh, the reports today that India wants to buy Russian oil. He needs yeah. to get in there and say, don't do that. That's right. If, if Garcetti was there now, he'd be able to single-handedly convince the, uh, the Indian government not to buy Russian oil. That's right. To but hurt the sanctions. See, he's not there. And look no. what's going to happen.
3: So we've talked in the show for way too long about the unbelievable, far progressive, left, weird Los Angeles City Council. Uh, Mike Bonin's the one we pick on the most. Uh, I like the way they describe this. Apparently, <laughs> there's a bunch of, quote, young upstarts who are challenging some L.A. City Council members in the June primary election. Uh, they always say it's good to see young people involved, but, well, when we first start describing them— Not if they're it, communists. Oh, my God. They're like—yeah, they're from that Social Democrat wing of the party. Yeah, the, it's the Bernie Sanders.
1: Yeah, Democratic Socialists of America. These are not Democrats. These, these are Socialists and beyond.
3: All right. One of the challengers is to Mitch O'Farrell, who—I just had to read this part first because it's the El Segundo Times, and it really cracked me up— Long before he drew the ire of activists, O'Farrell, a gay, indigenous, former cruise ship dancer from rural Oklahoma. (laughs) Do you like that? That's his bio line. (laughs) Breathe that one in. A gay, indigenous, former cruise ship dancer from rural Oklahoma. Trying to explain he does have diversity. He may look like a white guy. His name is O'Farrell, but he's not your average Irish white guy.
1: Oh my God! That line sums up this era and, and the
3: L.A. Times
1: more than any other. That that is the most absurd line I've
3: ever heard in my life. He spent a decade as Garcetti's one of Garcetti's aides. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's his. That's Garcetti's old district. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Before, so he, he was he era. was Garcetti's special friend. Oh, okay, that explains it. Anyway, this story is uh, talking about how. Uh, it's very hard to unseat an incumbent LA City Council member, but there's a little change this year. Normally, these elections were held in the off years, but they finally decided to bring them into, like, this year it's going to be the governor's election. The presidential election will be in 24. That's why Garcetti got an extra year term to his second term. Right. They added they added an extra, I think, year and a half Right.
1: to the term, so it would line up with the uh, governor races in 2022
3: right Uh, so you know we're
1: in bonus territory now with Garcetti
3: so the last time O'Farrell ran he won 59 percent of the vote that was 2017 because they got a five-year term out of this so they could change the voting year to the even years uh however uh there's a couple of challengers that are coming back Jessica Salans and uh they apparently got together as soon as she got squashed in that election, to figure out where do we go from here? What can we do? But basically, Solanz and her volunteer field director helped shepherd urban planner Nithya Raman's historic victory over Councilman David Rue. Yes, that was the rare case where an incumbent but, did lose uh, an
1: election. But all, all it did is she was pro uh, homeless encampments. She was the one who allowed these massive tent cities. Where gang members were selling guns and drugs out of the tents, right? It, uh, this is what I'm saying. The 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 group in 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 uh, city hall are horrible. It's a horrible city council. The replacements come in and they're even worse. They're truly insane. And she's defending the right of the gang members to sell their drugs and guns out of the tents in front of a school. Remember?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm. I... As much as we've complained about Mitch O'Farrell, the, oh, I have to scroll down and see it again. Yeah. The gay indigenous <laughs> cruise ship dancer from Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> he did at least finally clear out Echo Park Lake, right? Yes, he did. If one of these young socialists <laughs> wins, that'll never happen again. No. No, it'll Even be Even Gil has got a challenge. Old Gil Cedillo's up to a challenge. Jesus, Does he ever go home? And there's another old councilman, Curran Price, who faces a uh, an upstart uh, educator by the name of Dolce well, Vasquez. If you want, who apparently, is another Democrat socialist. If you want more homeless people, hey, go to town. Vote for these
1: these crackpots. Yeah. They're, they're they're the crazy people. They're actually crazy. Although you know, on my side of town, they
3: finally cleaned up Westwood Park, which oh, was did? a huge encampment. Yeah. Oh. So the first- oh, should we talk about that story next? Apparently AP just did a story that a lot of the liberal cities are starting to clean up the encampments. <laughs> I don't know what clicked, although the excuse is, well, the pandemic's now pretty much over, so it's safe to do that. It's election year, that's one. why. But we'll get into that story next. John and Ken Show. Uh,
1: John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Champo, KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
3: The horrible violent crimes are still with us. Steve Gregory will join us after 4 o'clock, so we can find out about this man in mid-city Los Angeles neighborhood who was shot and killed while walking his dog. His name is Marco Sandoval. Steve will be on to tell us the latest in the investigation. that happened about 6 in the morning on Saturday. And the dog is fine. Why did I say that? Because Deborah Mark is sitting there, that's why. Anyway, so Steve will be on after the news at 4 o'clock. And we will update you, too, on this uh, horrible story today that an assistant principal in Placentia took his own life. He killed himself at the school. That's all coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Well, we're now going to talk about this uh, huge Associated Press story from over the weekend. Liberal U.S. cities change course. They're clearing homeless camps. And it starts with one of the soy boys, which is the Portland (laughs) mayor, Ted Wheeler. He was like a prototype soy boy. We threw him in the dumpster as we watched 2020 uh, descend into chaos in cities like Seattle and Portland. Well, because the
1: George Floyd uh, protest turned into Antifa and they were burning buildings, burning
3: federal buildings. And And we had COVID. And it seemed like, and this happened in L.A. too. I mean, we had proof of this. People sent us videos of LAPD officers telling local residents that we were told due to the pandemic, we can't disturb anything. It's not good to have these people inside in congregate living. Leave them alone. Uh, this is kind of what they've been uh, hiding behind for no, the past two years. No, which was complete, utter nonsense. They
1: could have taken them off the streets and sidewalks and go put them out in open spaces far away from uh, normal residential neighborhoods. I, that COVID was this all-purpose excuse just to allow all their stupid,
3: progressive ideas to take root. So Wheeler, Wheeler said the obvious. I would be an idiot to sit here and tell you that things are better today than they were five years ago with regards to homelessness. People in this city aren't stupid; they can open their eyes and see. Now, compare, yeah, no kidding. Compare that to the nonsense Garcetti spews. He'll go. Well, he would never say that, would he? No, he would never say that. He would he, insist. Matter that in fact, he, you're right. He did an interview recently where he's yeah. talking about all he's achieved on homelessness. Right, right. At least oh, that's right. He did that Channel Five interview. Oh, wow. We're, and I think I've, I've. What he said, they could double down on what I've done, the next mayor. Right,
1: right. Pathological liar. At least uh, Wheeler got back to the court and said, yeah, you're right. It's horrible. It's much worse than five years ago.
3: He uh, said they're using emergency powers in Portland to ban camping along certain roadways. Homelessness is the most important issue facing our community, bar none. You don't even get that from Garcetti. He'd rather talk about no, climate change. Because, you know what,
1: just the way they call declared a health emergency... Uh, To justify all their uh, uh, oppressive COVID rules, they could call a health emergency and get these people off the street. Because you have you have uh, people dying, 1,500 people a year dying. 1,500 people a year are dying. Four to five every day are dying in the streets.
3: So in Seattle, they have a new mayor. They got rid of that dopey woman that was there, Bruce Harrell. Uh, He's definitely into enforcement. He's calling for action on encampments, focusing on highly visible tent cities in the first few months in office. Two blocks worth of tents and belongings were removed in front of City Hall just the other day. The Washington, D.C. mayor, how about her, Muriel Bowser, launched a pilot program a pilot to permanently program. clear several homeless camps. A pilot program. They finally get around to mentioning L.A., and all they got, and this is pretty weak, is the fact that the L.A. City Council did vote on that new ordinance to ban camping in those locations. But remember... It's a very limited ordinance. Uh, Basically, a councilman has to come forward and say, all right, I want to clear these people out. And and only certain places, like around schools and parks, it's not everywhere. And then they have to get permission from the rest of the council. It's really hamstrung. That's why Joe Buscaino wants a ballot measure that would make it broader. So uh, so I I was in Scottsdale over the
1: weekend in Arizona. Homeless people? One guy. And he was standing on the corner holding up a white cardboard sign that said... Sleep you Had it all spelled out.
3: F-U. Oh. I don't think you're going to get money that way. Uh, actually, my friends thought it was so funny they gave him two bucks. They did. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the guy that holds the sign. I'm not going to lie to you. I want the money for beer. People give that person okay. money.
1: So that's the only homeless guy I saw, and he had a sense of humor. I, I drive back to L.A. last night, right, about 9 o'clock, and I'm just about entering the city of Los Angeles on the 10 freeway, you know, when it crosses the 5 and you got to snake on a couple of ramps right. to stay on the 10. Well, I'm on one of the ramps to stay on the 10. I'm going under an overpass, and in front of me, huge wall of flames. Wall of flames from the ground all the way up to underneath the roadway overhead.
3: The old encampment
1: fire. Yeah, a huge encampment fire.
3: Oh, it's on every traffic report just about every morning and afternoon.
1: And it was dark, so this thing really stood out. I mean, it really looked like the gates of hell. It's like, hey,
3: welcome to L.A., I'm home. Oh, one more note. They mentioned Sacramento. Oh, I think we did this story once. There's a conservation group that's demanding that 750 people who are camping along a 23-mile natural corridor of what they call the American River Parkway be removed. And I think when we did this story, I remember. it was about the fecal count in the river. Yes, It was just disgustingly polluted because all the homeless people go in there yeah. and just take a dump.
1: I don't know what happened to all these fake environmentalists. They must have been bought off. Because they should be screaming about all the, oh, the destruction, wetlands, like the yeah. Bologna wetlands. I yeah, I I don't I don't want to hear from these environmental groups anymore. I have a feeling they're about as they've probably been corrupted by the government. All
3: right. Well, it looked like an attempted robbery. Steve Gregory will come on next to talk about that man that was walking his dog Saturday morning in the mid city neighborhood of L.A. and was shot to death. That and more coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark
1: has the news, KFI AM 640.
0: Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the queen of Tejano.